Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. You can take the gear out of Nigeria, but you cannot take the Nigeria out of her. So that's me. Oh, I live all my life in Nigeria. I don't know nothing about New Zealand. I'm just trying to learn. So I'm not going to fake that. Hey, I grew up in the Western country. I've been in New Zealand for t- over 10 years. That means I'm Kiwi. Woo! I'm born. Nigeria. <laughs> Typical Nigerian woman. You can't even change the accent. Love and music is what brought DJ Banti here. She's one of the few African women DJs in New Zealand. This is Voices and I'm Kadambri Raghukumar. Making a move from Nigeria to Auckland hasn't been an easy transition for Banti or Helen Collins, her real name. We'll get to all of that shortly, but I want to take a second to talk about her style. Yep, anyone that knows DJ Banti will know her for a style that's distinct, both in the way she dresses with her custom shoes, jackets, bucket hats, to her distinct style of music as a DJ, from dancehall to afrobeat to amapiano. Banti moved to New Zealand after marrying a Kiwi who got her into learning how to DJ. That was about 10 years ago. Um, no, I've been a DJ like probably since 2000, uh, late 2014. I think your name is synonymous with Afrobeats in New Zealand in many ways. Ooh, I would love to hear that. Thank you for telling me. It's I true. felt like I was staying in a blind phone. <laughs> Nobody knows me. Or so she thinks. Banti's got a steadily growing fan base and I've been a fan for a while as well. Thing is, it's never easy. December 18th marks International Migrants Day, and it's a good time to remind ourselves as immigrants that moving from your home country in pursuit of a better future, more opportunities, or even just out of love or curiosity, there's a huge amount at stake and several odds to overcome. For Banti, making a name for herself in New Zealand playing music that she knows and loves deeply and advocates for, it couldn't have been easy. Oh, well, having a backup support, like my husband, yeah, I think probably it made it a little bit easier than most people in the industry because, to be frank, being a creative actor in New Zealand is quite tough. Really tough, man. (laughs) When I say tough, it's tough. Coming from Nigeria, it's never as tough as this because, you know, they say uh, you use money to make money. But it's not like that in this country. With or without your money, you're still going to struggle. Because to get the people out is the one that's not even funny. Banti tells me about her life in Abu Dhabi and Lagos, where I guess lots of factors mean there's a massive market for DJs. People are out partying virtually every night of the week. But coming to New Zealand and finding that it's just a couple of days a week, if that, where a DJ makes regular money, meant Banti needed to explore other options. You need backup speaker, like backup something to fall back, like, you know, job to fall back on. Because look at the entertainment life in New Zealand, like the industry. Clubbing is just two nights a week, while in other countries, like six days a week. But you're making it work here, so you're doing a bunch of other things, like like your food, your fashion. Just pushing it. 
like the food business pays more than the DJing anyways. If there's one thing about DJ Banti, it's her enterprising spirit. She can cook. She sees a gap in the African food scene here, so she sets up a side hustle that became a little more than a side hustle. Bibuka, her catering business to make authentic Nigerian food. So I'm, I'm so proud to say that Sidi's food business, <laughs> Nigerian food, Nigerian jollof, egusian fufu. Nah, it's a girl. I love it. And yeah. So it's popular, you think there's a market for that in New Zealand? Oh yeah, I think there's a market for it. So you're not you're not disputing that jollof is from Ghana? Oh, Nigerian jollof is the best, don't go there. <laughs> uh, what was growing up in Nigeria like? Ooh, rugged. As far as you're poor, when you're poor, it's rugged. <laughs> you have to be rich to be happy. Nah, it's rugged, man. Growing up in the street of Lagos, ah, man, it's it's really rugged, man. I, I don't even know where to start from, especially when you're poor. Like, you know, there's level to poor, but where I come from, man, we're, we're from the south south side of Orili, which is like where the poverty stricken people, people living in a, in a slum on top of canal, like shit, like, nah, it's rugged. I'm so grateful to escape that poverty, man. I'm so grateful. How did it shape your, your perspective on... Seeing life? Yeah. Oh, man, I'm not scared of nothing because I see people drop dead literally every day. <laughs> So um, I just live my life as it comes, try to be happy. As far as I can feed, I have good roof on, over my head. Man, I'm the most happiest girl. Like right now, I'm living for my mom, my, her grandmom. In fact, I'm living for all my family. Living this life right now, I'm living. I'm happy. I'm really grateful to God. She flies that Nigerian flag really high here in New Zealand. Nigeria is a whole continent on its own. Like we have over 200 and something languages in one country, in one, in one country which is like 56 states, yeah. different food. And different tribes, different dialects. Different. So those tribes and I don't fit in nobody's tribe. I'm Nigeria as a whole. That those tribalism is a big problem because they fight each other and I don't want to be part of this fight. First of all, let's work as a Nigeria on how to move our country forward as a Nigeria. Because nobody cares about your village or your tribe. Banti's been wanting to push at her events more than what the stereotype for African DJs is, to push beyond Afrobeats. Sure, she's Nigerian and the association is strong with Afrobeats, but does that limit what tends to be expected out of her as a DJ? Do you find that that's kind of changing the way people view DJs from Africa in New Zealand? Thank you, you asked that question because the problem with, you know, with music right now, they've put music in such a box and general, actually the general is like a big thing. Not all music from Africa is Afrobeat. Yeah. And the hip hop is not just for the African Americans alone. You get that? Even the dancehall is not for the Jamaicans alone. If you look deep into African culture, we have all these, where do you think all these people are from? The African-Americans, the Jamaican, they are from Africa. Yes, yeah, yeah. because that's who they are. 
One of New Zealand's earliest female DJs is Oricole on Nadi Nahimana, and she's been a huge advocate for this exact same thing for over a decade now. Nadine was one of the first few DJs who brought African music into mainstream clubbing scenes here in Auckland. And for her, in many ways, it began with Afrobeats. It was Afrobeat wasn't considered real music, you know? So it was so hard to be breaking through, making my name, making my stand as a tiny black female DJ fighting in the male industry and all those levels, especially the hardest was just to break into the male-oriented DJing industry then, yeah, yeah. And, and on the top of that, convincing them that this is the type of music that we like. I mean, no, don't judge us, we love this music. It makes us dance and forget about stress, so it was all those levels. What's your favorite genre to play? <laughs> That's a tough one. Is there a favorite genre you like to play? I don't think I have a favorite one. Uh, first of all, I, I grew up in East Africa, so we've got, again, we've got a different beat than the Afrobeat, you know? And then we've got Congo, which is a different beat, and I grew up on that. Zimbabwean, I lived there for the minute, so I loved that bit. So it's not really about favorite, it's just about putting together a playlist, always think about the audience, like, if I like this, that person is gonna like that, and making sure that I introduce new things. Nadine moved from Auckland to Burundi in 2005 and studied communications at Massey University. Pretty quickly, she identified a gap in the events and entertainment market for the African diaspora and started getting into organizing gigs, club nights, events all across Auckland from 2013. She's since become a regular DJ at the Splore Festival and runs a bunch of African events with food, music, fashion all across Auckland every year. But like Bunty, she tries to make sure people know that there's a lot more to club music from Africa than Afrobeats. Uh, Afrobeats did take over um, uh, at a certain moment and then my piano just came recently as well and took over. However, like, whenever I was hired uh, to, to DJ, I didn't even have to explain myself. I will go there and I will mix it because it's also like recently when I can go and see another person playing like Congolese music, I'll be like, whoa, another DJ, I'm like, whoa, that is good. So you're running, you are going out of just Nigeria, you're getting out just from Ghana, from uh, South Africa, now you are understanding that actually this some music, Congolese music is, is very important in the history of music. It fed almost, you know, all the other genres. And that's why for me, I'm like, look, whether you're coming to see me, thinking I'm going to be playing Afrobeat, I'm gonna hit you with a Zimbabwean tune, and I'm pretty sure the Zimbabwean in the club are gonna be like, wow, because not many people drop Zimbabwean tunes in the club, or Congolese music in the club, but we do have a lot of Zimbabweans music that come and enjoy Afrobeats, like I'm a piano, we do have a lot of Congolese that come and enjoy Afrobeats, and for me, I want it to cater to everyone, and do justice to the different countries of Africa as much and as possible as I can, basically. But yeah, I, I, I don't, even when I go explore, I don't go there thinking I'm just gonna stick to one genre at all. I mix it up, mix it up, because most of the people now go Shazam, you can just Shazam it and you can go home and listen to it later. And that is what 
certain music actually uh, if you give it a moment they are the ones that are Zimbabwean music they've got a special beat that actually can that you can't stop you're like listening to it it's different from Afrobeat different from that beat but it's just so lively and so nice and so hot that I find a pleasure in playing those tunes and seeing how people come and say what was the name of that tune what was the name of that tune because it's not everywhere it's not easily accessible unless you know so that is where I get my pride from <laughs> introducing people to new music so while the scene for African music, events and DJs here in New Zealand is growing, the number of women DJs from the continent pushing their style is still pretty small. But between DJs like Nadine, Banti and Mangaliso, who's also up and coming these days, there's a lot the ladies can be proud of when it comes to the things that they're moving and shifting for the African diaspora and actually anyone in New Zealand interested in music from the continent. But me sitting here and seeing all these other females that are owning it and they're also expanding, you know, like this whole campaign, if I may call it, of introducing music from uh, like a, a small community as Africans in New Zealand and as being established like that. Now we've got clubs where you can go and, you know, you've got African music and never go hungry when you are looking for African vibes in Auckland anymore. They are like even Sunday sessions these days. I mean, like, I was a DJ and I was an event manager when I started then, so I was doing everything by myself. Got to a point, I'm like, now I'm gonna leave the event management because the yeah, people are picking it up for me, thank goodness. And now I'm like, look at this. We, we were really like three major female DJs here in Auckland, so I feel like, my goal, like, I've, I've achieved it. What I wanted to, to bring out there when we were still hungry, like, there's, there's no African music. There is, there's, there's no way we can feel at home. There's no way where we can, can gather together and make new friends. And this was something that unite, unite the youth, you know, like the adults just come there because they're listening to the beat that they, they don't listen to together. Right, and that seeing all these things like becoming what they are—it's—it's. It's, if I may say so. <laughs> Nadine Nahimana or DJ Oracle and Helen Collins, aka DJ Banti, chatting to me about their lives as women DJs from Nigeria and Burundi to Auckland. My name is Kadambri Ragukumar, and every week I make an episode of Voices, featuring people from all across the world who live here in New Zealand. You can find more stories like this on all your favourite podcast platforms. Follow Voices on Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio and everywhere else you get your podcasts from. And you can also find us on the RNZ website. Today's episode was mixed by Jeremy Veal and my name is Kadhambri Raghukumar. Thanks for listening. Tired of ads barging into your favourite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.